Hi, Total Party Kill podcast listeners. Uh, Tony Sindelar here just to let you know about some recent happenings. I don't know about you, but I have been spending a lot of time inside, and what I've been doing with that inside time is also playing a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, this summer and fall, I ran 10 short adventures with Total Party Kill regulars like Dan Moore and Aline Sims, Eric Ensign, Monty Ashley, and so on. Uh, but also, we brought along a bunch of Total Party Kill newcomers, names you might know from some other incomparable podcasts, folks like Lisa Smizer, Guy English, Liz Miles, Tiff Arment, and many more. We tricked them into playing Dungeons and Dragons with us. Right now, these adventures are only available to incomparable members. There's over 50 hours of Dungeons and Dragons shenanigans. So if you need more D&D podcast content in your life and you haven't already signed up to be an incomparable member, maybe now is the time. Theincomparable.com slash members. Check it out. You're listening to The Incomparable's Total Party Kill podcast in which a group of friends play Dungeons & Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode number 280, posted February 2021. How steep is this hill? Welcome back! To Total Party Kill. It's me, Tony Sindelar, a dungeon master. We're tonight continuing the adventures of the Dog and Pony show as they explore what is the true curse of Strahd? It's a lot of things. The true curse of Strahd is within us all along. Allow me to introduce our players. They will introduce their characters and then I will remind all of us what happened last time and what we're doing now. First up, our friend to the north. Erica Ensign. <laughs> Hello. I bring greetings from the north. Not the north of Barovia. Yet, maybe we'll go there just to screw with Tony. Um, <laughs> no, I am playing Brildish, a dwarven paladin, and also uh, her trusty steed, Pony Cindelarent, a celestial pony. I have a follow-up about ponies later, but we'll come to that. Mm. Right now, it's time for Dan Moore. Hey, it's time for me. I am playing Cast in Onatar's Crucible, a Warforged cleric of Onatar who is just happy to be in this town with his friends. It is also time for Jane Ritt. It's time for me. Uh, I play Lena Dulina, the human rogue. And the hour of Aline Sims draws an eye. Ooh, a whole hour? <laughs> yeah. That's very exciting. <laughs> I, like um, I don't know what to do for an hour. I, I'll play Imra Soliana, <laughs> the wood elf ranger, and her trusty dog, Andronite. And good yeah, choice. That's vamp. You got yeah. you got like fifty nine minutes to fill. Come on, vamp. Stretch <laughs> yeah, it. Keep going. <laughs> and last but not least, it's Micah Sargent. Hi, Micah. Hi, I play Elavor Landman, the half elf druid. When did that happen? Yeah, well, it was last week, and last I don't remember episode. why. Okay. Uh, neither do I, but I, <laughs> that's stuck, the story. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, so just uh, to, to close the loop here. Oh, sorry. Uh, an important... No loops closed until I also say I play Samus, the mm. saber-toothed tiger. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, so I was reading a thing about things that uh, many people who claim to be legitimate adults uh, only discover, thus making them seem foolish. And there was a section about people who did not know that horses and ponies are different things. And... Deepest, darkest confession. I might be one of those people. <laughs> even though. <laughs> even though. What does, you have I a pony a named after you. What does different okay, mean? Hold on. We'll, we'll come around to that. Uh, no, 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 no. I believe the other one was a horse, Dan. I don't know the difference. What does it mean that they're ponies... different? Like, what is. The... I think Pony Sindelar is a horse. What? Pony Sindelar. Oh, my God. I am not okay. Is a celestial pony. Wait, what? Erica, am I wrong? I, you always referred to pony as a pony. You never said a horse. You always said a pony. So yeah, that would be horse singular. Also, because you were <laughs> I a say a lot. Of, Spurious I, was a halfling. He was not riding a horse. Okay, so it had to be. It had to be proportionally. It had to be a pony. Okay. All right. So Phew. so Logically. here's the thing. Apparently, foolish, foolish people do not realize that ponies and horses are different creatures, and some foolish people possibly me, thought that ponies grew up to be horses. Oh. I, I mean, they can be if they want this, to, even though, okay? 
No, it turns yeah, out no. Like if they so literally, really I would frequently refer sorry, to Dan. Pony Cindelart as a horse, and Erica would correct me and say, "Not mm. a horse, a pony." And I would think in my oh. head, someday, 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 <laughs> not a horse. Yes. Oh, this is wonderful. <laughs> oh. This is troubling because I grew up in Nebraska. Uh, the house I lived in as a small child was across was the street a horse. from like, the, the agricultural school where there was a horse field. I have seen baby horses, or as they are Foles. known in the technical term, bulls. They don't look anything like ponies. <laughs> they don't make any sense. They're like a horse, but they're like, like, like it's like a miniature horse on stilts. Yeah, yeah it's they're like, greyhounds. Let us create... <laughs> Let us create a creature that does not deserve to transport itself, and then someday we'll grow into a great steed. And you said, fool me once, shame on me. No, he didn't. So I would just like to admit that uh, I, I was foolish, even though foolish. literally the central premise, premise, premise of the podcast is apparently dogs and ponies. Mm-hmm. I was confused about the names of yeah. pony. This isn't no, the wolf and horse show, some Tony, of the other okay? People- <laughs> it sounds like some of my other people on this podcast may have been a little confused as well. But are not admitting it. That's true. I, I'm definitely not admitting not. it. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Do, do you want? I'll, I'll tell a quick story that might help you feel better. So. Do you have another confession? I, if, I, if we could all just I, confess I have, something that we're deep. I have deeply shamed. An animal-related confession in that our friend Gina McDonald's panelist mm-hmm. on the incomparable. Uh, I, I, I know where this is going. Guinea pig enthusiast. She has guinea pigs. Do you remember this? Mm, lovely they guinea are. pigs. They are. They're adorable. They're not the cuddliest guinea pigs, but you know, they're 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 great guinea pigs. And it, I, guinea pigs are not a not cuddlers. They're stately. N- yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Sure. Um, <laughs> they can be. They are they are capable of stating. They are nature's uh, sausage is what they are. <laughs> and so I went my entire life until my mid 30s not thinking about guinea pigs as wild animals and just thinking about them as something you get in a pet store and at some point it occurred to me that guinea pigs and hamsters are things that actually run around in nature but it like mm-hmm. i was literally like 35 oh, right when i connected those i mean i don't know how dots. much the guinea pigs are like they're not like running in a herd. They're lounging, right? They're not swinging vine to vine. Across it depends the upon if they see any movement out of the periphery or not. But like, okay, I just th- I think they lounge a lot. Is what I'm just based on their. Oh yeah, no, they like, eat also and the they pajamas poop and they they skitter. <laughs> that that is what. Yeah, they do. I'm just saying, guinea pigs are truly the podcasters of the animal kingdom. <laughs> I, I, I too that. have been known to run when <laughs> I resemble that, but only only when only for Tony. You've never seen me fear. swing from a vine. Thank you. Um, I have, true. but it was a very you know special why? clockwise. <laughs> but I am stately. I will. Oh, say. I just realized we actually technically yeah. started the show, so this is all the time we're burning. Uh, yeah, oh, no. this is the yep. show. This is no, the this show. counts. This counts. Uh, Barovia. Uh, I would just question. question. So, land. Are there guinea pigs? We have now started a tradition that Tony totally starts each episode with a confession. Yeah. Uh, I want to know if there are guinea pigs in Barovia. Oh, I think that they probably live in warmer climates. I'm a, I don't know anything about the natural. They have guinea slugs. It's like Peru I, and we yeah. established. Okay, I mean, capybaras are in South America, yeah. so I we figure just, they go somewhere cold, yeah. warmer, and that Barovia is too cold. We've established that Erica eats bear. Has Erica had guinea pig? I have not, but someday I would like to travel to like Peru and and try it. I know people who have. Just grab it's a my fresh favorite one off fish. Fresh one off the vine. <laughs> The vine it's swinging from to get away from the. You gotta watch. You, you gotta seeds. eat it prepared with its own vine, though. I mean, that's just like it's, it's real vine to table <laughs> stuff. When you're eating a guinea An pig, heirloom guinea pig. Oh wow! Oh no, this is not going to be. This very, really this went to a place nice. I didn't anticipate. I regret you know what? everything. That's your fault. Like, literally everything. <laughs> hey, there's a very, very famous uh, version of uh, the Last Sup- Supper, the painting where Jesus and his pals are actually eating roast guinea pig. I thought you were going to say where they are guinea pigs. And I was going to say, I was going to say that to make fun of you. And I was just like, I'll give her a moment. And it's like, nope, she said it. Yeah, because it's a real thing. Well, well, last supper guinea pig. Well, we're learning a lot. I feel, I feel (gasps) lighter now. Thanks for for watching, everybody. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye. Uh oh. My handwriting's bad. Sorry. Um, It says the show hasn't started yet. (laughs) And also, it's some point. No, it's a hole in yeah, my book. Did you put it on What's a happening? Did you write it on a green? You don't get to make complaints. Oh, that's There's cool a... though. It's on a yellow post-it note. Was that close enough? I don't know. Close enough. Close enough. Your lighting must be weird. Um. All right. So most of that will be cut. <laughs> we'll Says see. who? 
Shant. Erica, maybe? <laughs> Shant. Shant. Right. Previously on the Dog and Pony Show, uh, you are stuck in the land of Barovia. You're really experiencing the full curse of Strahd. You started in the town of Barovia, Little Barovia. Uh, you made friends with the uh, Burgermeister's son and adopted daughter, uh, Ismark and Irina Kolyana. Uh, it seemed like some demonic, devilish force uh, was very interested in Irina Kolyana, and so you sprinted, spirit herded her away first to the town of Velaki, a place that was not great, and then further far to the west, hoping that there she might be furthest from Castle Ravenloft, furthest from Strahd's grasp. You, uh, you got into some fights in and around wineries, as one does, typical California vacation, uh, and now find yourself uh, safely in the walled city of Kresk. Not Krenz, that's a totally different thing. Kresk. Uh, Kresk is the third and basically final of the three standing cities in uh, Barovia, but to call it a city would be generous. To call it a town would be a little generous. It's more like just a walled forest encampment. Um, and I believe at the end of our final episode, you were hanging out in the most dangerous of Dungeons & Dragons locales, a gazebo. Uh, next to a majestic lake that uh, Elevore had inspected and determined had been blessed at some point, when something strange started to happen to Arena. There was something strange in this is neighborhood. That, is that yes. is that consistent Who with what everybody call? remembers? She ourselves. Uh, we heard a voice calling to her, and she was trying and to climb into the too. lake. Yeah, and... Yes. So a voice calls out, Tatiana. And Arena, you all hear the voice, uh, and Arena has started, Arena is like, you know, I think she is knee-high in the lake at this point. I believe that uh, Imra is, like, holding holding Arena's okay, arm. Okay, yep, yep, I'm, gra- I'm um, Arena, you're, you're not Tatiana, yeah. what are you doing? That is not your name. Arena, 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 like, twists and, and, and looks Elevor in the face with confused eyes, and she turns back to the lake and says... Sergey, my name is not Tatiana. It's Irina. How do I know your name is Sergey? <gasps> and Irina pulls away from Imra further into the lake. Um, Why are you doing Form a chain. <laughs> like, yeah. Does anyone have a magical way to prevent this from happening? Or are I we just going to person. Um, oh, yes. person. Yes, hold person. Mm-hmm. Oh, that works. Okay, at, you yeah, wait, I'm going to try you, it. You cast hold person and Elevore is going to wild shape into Octavore. Good. This is a good team time. plan. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. All right. So. And Lena's going to turn to the city and plan. be like, everyone, something very strange is about to happen. Do not be alarmed. <laughs> Do not. Something very strange is happening. As. You ready, hold person as Elevore readies is mm-hmm. he's like one quarter octopus. Uh, there is kind of a <laughs> on my swirl. dad's side. <laughs> yeah, there is a swirl in the water. Wait, a squirrel and there in is the water. Swirl. Oh, swirl. oh, that's different. <laughs> okay, okay. That's is there also different. a guinea pig in the water, Tony? <laughs> Look. See, no, do we I have make to fun of you when you don't enunciate? Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. yes. I, was, your name is I was confused. Yeah. I wasn't making fun. I wanted to. <laughs> Theater of the mind, Tony. <laughs> there Theater is, of the mind. There is, there is a distortion in the perfectly blue sparkling water, and suddenly, uh, kind of rising out of the water near Arena is uh, the, a, a man, a, 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 a young, handsome-looking man. He's, he's garbed in kind of uh, ornate, kind of old-fashioned-looking armor with some fancy uh, kind of drapery on it, and he looks... Uh, Kind of uh, like I, I guess if you looked at him, there would be kind of a, a weird kind of sadness in his eye, slowly turning to joy as he as he materializes. Um, you can kind of see through him; it's kind of unclear if he is like water or air. I don't trust the, the joy. Person doesn't seem to totally apply. This is here. this is Barovia. I, the sadness I'm okay with is the more it turns to joy, the more scared I get. Yeah, Irina, the, the, beware! Something isn't right here. It, and uh, the uh, the the uh, the creature in the water says, "It has been so long. Come, let us be together at last." I'm. St- and if she starts to move forward. Water? I'm going to try to cast whole person. 
Yeah. Irina looks back at you and says, somehow I know who this is. Okay, this who is, is it? This is Sergei. The figure in the water nods. Okay, what does well, that mean, though? Hello, who Sergei? is Sergei? We were supposed to be married long ago. What? Arena? But you're like that 19, was right? Else. This is Strahd's brother. I must go. Strahd's no, brother? No, you no. mustn't. Nope. You must uh, not. Nope. nope. You, you must I do not, not think that uh-uh. would be a wise course of action. Nope. The pool starts to swirl around Irina and Sergei. Do you... Um, does, they someone have, does someone have... Very wait, happy. Pull her out. Does yeah, someone I'm have levitate? In the, <laughs> I'm in the water, I and I, so. can I wrap my... My elevore tentacles around. Or is her? this a cut right. scene? Yeah, <laughs> there's a there's a splash, and elevore is in the water. Elevore, you are you are grappling with your tentacles. Uh, you are having a hard time getting a hold of Arena. I, it's like she's not quite there anymore. Um, I'm, I'm I'm definitely I trying to cast hold person on her. I don't know if that worked or not, though. Is the thing? All right, you try and cast hold person. Uh, remind me what hold person does. She needs to succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be paralyzed for the duration. Um, I'm gonna roll. Uh, seventeen. Uh, yeah, she's not paralyzed. <laughs> yeah. Um, that can, she she can, looks she looks back at you, uh, Broldis, and says, "I think it's going to be okay." Can I try to hit this Sergei apparition with, like, the flat side of my longsword? Sure. You splash out into the lake. Yeah, I, water and everywhere. I yell, There's I yell, an octopus. I yell, Sergei, if you care for her, you won't be drowning her and taking away, her away from everything she knows. That I will was take a... us both away from Barovia forever. Can I do a... A second boss. A crit to hit. Uh, you're, you're the you 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 lash out at Sergey, and he kind of turns and looks at you with these like sad eyes, and you hit him right in the head with the the flat side, and it's you know it feels like you're cutting through water. There's some resistance with not, not a lot. Yeah, the blade goes through him, and he's just he's just looking at you there, and the the the, the water swirls, and neither Sergey nor Arena is there. Uh, Pony starts like braying. <laughs> Pony is not okay with this. I would, uh, Crucible would like to go out to the water where they disappeared and investigate the spot where they disappeared. All right. Can I slurp up some water? <laughs> <laughs> I got a Seems 25 out. perception on the spot where they disappeared. All right. You are splashing around in the water, Crucible, poking around with your Yikawa. There is no, it is just as far as you can tell, just a, just a, just a, a lake. There's mud. There's some fish that are confused at you, splashing around in it. They what are not is here. What's happening? Some yeah, sort of sorcery, I presume. I don't know much about Arcana, but I'm going to try an Arcana check anyway, just to you know, All right. figure this out. Uh, what's uh, minus one? Seven. Uh, you know, you there's. It does not seem like there's any specific. M- magic in the pond but this does seem like one of the more sanctified locations you have seen in all of barovia yeah it had been hallowed at one point do Um, i so can i roll history to see if i've ever heard of strad having a brother yeah sure elevore is gonna scoop scoot out of the pool uh come back on shore to try to talk with everybody see if we can are you just an octopus talking to them (laughs) no he's (laughs) back up i just i imagine octopi talk Octavi talk with their hands a lot. Yeah, they do. They're like, uh, okay, that's a nineteen back. history check. Um, you know, I think you did hear legend that that uh, that in the before times, you know, and I I would think these are probably things that people don't talk about because they do not like to talk about right. uh, the devil, uh, as it were. Uh, but but there was there was you know, people have have kind of spoken in hush breaths that he was he was a warlord and he and uh. He was his his uh, younger brother was kind of his uh, uh, sergeant at arms, and uh, Strahd led an army that conquered Barovia long, long ago. Uh, but so, that he did have a younger brother. Yeah. So I share this with the group, and I say, clearly, we we would want to get her back, but there may be some truth to what that strange man was saying. There is a peal of thunder that shakes the entire town, the mountainside, with the abbey and the sky turns even darker than its usual overcast 
Barovia as storm clouds kind of roll in and lightning flashes in the distance. And there is kind of a strange shape forming in the clouds. It is the shape of a face. It's oh, the God. face of Strad von Zarovich. And he kind of looks down at you with eyes that flash at lightning with lightning. And just you hear a weird voice echoing throughout the town. She was supposed to be mine. <gasps> lightning Wait, hits several Strahd's places mad. in and around Kreds. Wait, so this is probably good. Displeased about this situation. I feel a little bit better about it. <laughs> yeah, the enemy yeah. of Strahd is our friend. I mean, he did seem strangely fixated on her, so mm-hmm. I guess this is better. Good. Yeah, and he seemed to be fixated on, you know, different women throughout, like, you know, Berez got, not Berez, uh, yeah, Berez. The, yeah, Perez got drowned city. because they didn't give up some lady that he was fascinated with. So right. maybe reincarnation's a big deal here in Barovia. And this is the same Tatiana lady throughout the years. And now Strahd is really PO'd. And I'm okay with Strahd being could, PO'd. Could I make a religion check to see if that's, I think we're done. If that's um, theologically sound? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, before you do that, Crucible, are you still in the lake? Roll insight on Erica. <laughs> uh, I probably started trudging out of the lake once I didn't find anything. But that's All up right. to you. I, just, I was never in the lake. I just want to check where is the metal character during a lightning storm. I'm just standing in the lake holding up a 10-foot steel pole. What's the problem? <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying the storm, storm, the, storm is, the storm is moving in. And it I seems will quickly like... zip my way out of the lake then. All right. Uh, lightning hits the lake several times uh, psh, as, the, as the clouds. That really would have juiced me up. Would you have? No, that's not how that works. <laughs> that's, that's not how anything yeah, works. Yeah, every time, yeah, all the time, I'm always jump. like, Elevore, hit me with that lightning. Hit me. Hit me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. How are the townspeople taking all of this? You know, well, ever since, ever since uh, Pony Cindelarnt started braying, it seems like, you know, maybe it's just the bad weather, but. Uh, the, the 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 little footpaths around Kresk seem uh very empty. You know, I mean, I think people are giving you your space, hanging out at the, you know, these these strange people came into town, gave us a bunch of wine, went to the gazebo, started jumping in the pond and yelling at each other. And, and now we're like, being well, struck by lightning. Yeah. Wait, we're yeah. college kids? Is that what you're saying? They're yeah. probably not very happy with us, honestly. Um, this is typical, I, I know that we had town gown relationships, wizard gowns. Uh, I know that we had planned to spend some time here, but I worry that our presence will put these people into danger. I yeah. want more information. Um, I think maybe we should go to the Abbey and talk to the Abbot because this oh, yeah, we area is blessed and holy and sanctified in some way. Maybe the Abbot has some information. And I mean, I, I don't know that he necessarily knows about Strahd's family, but... Maybe he could tell us something. Crucible rolled a critical fail on his religion check, so he's not even sure what an abbey is. The abbey uh, is I think Elevore, point. I think ah, Elevore will say, too, that... Um, so there's sort of this sort of, this sun god of a bear chest or something that they all worship around here. And, the morning lord? Uh, yeah, the the chest morning, of a bear? I just thought of it. The morning lord, yeah. Um, and morning lord... And the guy, this little kid I was talking to said that we should talk to the apple. So we should definitely do that. Uh, Brildish knows exactly what Olivor means. And says, <laughs> Crucible yes, is looking for apple trees. <laughs> I, again, I point up at the abbey. What's you funny? You discussed a great oh. deal last time visiting the abbot. It's yeah. up to you. I wasn't sure if you wanted to do it today or after a long rest. That's so oh, long right. rest. Wait, do we yeah. start the, to rest? It's night. When the dungeon master uh, offers you a night's well, rest, you I yeah. take it. It's late afternoon. Yeah. But there and are, taking a night's rest in Kresk may come with a price. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, pieces. if it's only late afternoon, I don't know that I want to wait for. I yeah. don't want to wait. I am. And I'm, I'm really worried that Strud <laughs> is going to um, take it out on these people. I am yeah. has happened very here. Very low on spell slots. So if we are going, why, why would you be low on spell slots? What did we do today? <laughs> You're being accused of wasting your. No, spell I just slots. mean like, didn't we rest at the Martikovs and then yeah. just go straight here? We didn't did we have do? any battles. Okay. And maybe I forgot to we? update it. 
you should uh, definitely yes, have rested yeah. but since okay. the winery battle. Then okay. kind of in that sleep. case, never mind. I don't know if you guys... <laughs> All I did you was... You did do some stuff to manufacture armor. I did so. make some armor, but I think that... Did that yeah, require like ca- seven spell slots? I tried to cast hold person. Uh, it, yeah. I think it really <laughs> depended what... Um, yeah, that, it really depended on the nature of the armor that we ended up making for Androdite. Did we come to a conclusion about that? Right, but the... It's just leather. It's What's just it leather called? Armor. I thought you decided studded leather? It's called barding, Mike. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember. Like one of the options I have um, uh, has a limit on like how expensive a thing I can make with it. Like it can only be up, up to a um, hundred gold pieces, and I believe that the barding uh, is four times. I think we, as we call, four times as expensive. Yeah. So studded leather, I think, might have been. I would have required a spell slot rather than a channel divinity. Essentially, that's the only thing I'm trying to figure out. Uh, it's 45 gold pieces, yeah. So I couldn't have made that without the Fabricate spell, which I can do. It's just going to cost me my only fourth level spell slot. Can we that retcon that? Fine because to me. Yes. I don't, I don't even know that... Um, researching it more, I don't even know that armor is really going to increase Androdite's AC. Okay. So we just made some decorative barding? <laughs> I whip that yeah, up for you. Yeah, we go. We made Decorative her a little barding. backpack so she can carry, you know, some Satchel. some water and sundries. Yeah, or yeah. Androdite has a backpack now. Yeah, well, it's gummy, kind gummy snacks. Cute. Yeah. All right. In which case, not I'm worms. I'm great to go. Let's do it's this. It's got to be gummy worms in Barovia, Erica. I suppose it does. They're not gummy though. Gummy bats. All right. Let's They're go to the gummy. Abbey. They're just yep. worms. It's just worms. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps worms the Abbot can put us at ease. Or perhaps the the suspicious words of these townspeople uh, are correct, and it Lena, will only have bring you, us. Have you ever been at upset. ease? Yeah, where 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 have you all I ever think, gone I in think Barovia once, that has put you at ease? I'm just trying to. Check. And it made you I very think uncomfortable. Once when didn't I tried, it? yeah, I didn't like it. It was weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. I, mm, no. <laughs> if something put you at ease, I did something wrong. Uh-oh. No, this was many years ago. It was <laughs> okay. but a girl. <laughs> okay. Was it like a hug? Did a parent hug you? Oh my gosh. Um, I met a cat for the first time. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cats right, are notorious have... for putting people at ease. <laughs> I put you on the map. Oh, there it is. Yep. I see some hills. Yeah, I how see steep some is slopes. This hill? How steep mm-hmm. is what your grade hill? is this why, exactly? Why do you why why could I not show you a hill without you knowing? You yeah. know why you it can't show us a hill without us worrying plus about it. I just hill. feet. I yeah. just why hill, why do you hills me? are our statues, Tony? That's why. Yeah, last time we didn't ask, we were surprised to learn it was four hundred feet tall. So <laughs> all right, do you see there? I'm loading the grade of the hill one by one. Ooh, <laughs> I need to speak to the manager because I did file a complaint about hills. <laughs> Oh, wow. See? And it is much taller than I thought. All right. You know what? From now on, in this adventure and in life, if you see a hill, <laughs> you assume die. it's taller than you think it is. <laughs> if somebody tells you about a hill. Tall. All right, where are you people from that hills are, are not hills? I don't understand. <laughs> I live You're in from Wyoming. The Rockies. I actually live on top of a hill. <laughs> yeah. One of, one of Somerville's majestic one of seven. seven hills. Yeah. That we did not, they're not all there anymore. You, can, though, you can't name them somewhere. all anyways, no one can. It's like naming the Uh There's a, there's, no, yeah, I can't name them off the top Not of since the curse. <laughs> right, if you yeah. name them I all, like, I invoke an ancient god. All right, hold on. Dan, how many hills can you name? You do one and I'll do one. Spring. <laughs> Damn it, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one I live on, good for you. Spring Hill, Winter, winter Hill, hill. Winter Cobble hill. hill. Winter Hill, okay. There we go. Cobble, Cobble Hill. <laughs> Is I don't think that's actually one of them. Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah. All right. Well, then I'm done again. All right. Uh, Prospect so, Hill. Well, f- all right. All right. Show off. Pro- well played. <laughs> I know four I re- out of seven. I really, I really, I really showed up for that that shotgun fight with the knife. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was. A, it was a good thing that you decided to throw down on that too. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Seven hills of with Worcester. a great Let's deal go. of confidence. Yeah. Seven so hills of Rome. Worcester Let's doesn't go. have. Okay. Um, so so we approach the steep six hundred mm-hmm. foot hill. I mean, it's actually 700 feet. That's just that part of the hill. We approach feet. the steep 700 foot hill. You scroll oh, up with oh, trepidation. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If you look at the top of the map, I just want to be clear yeah. here. The hill mm. keeps going. Yeah, oh, it goes up to 1,000 feet. Why are there so yeah, many Yeah, but don't hills? go that far is what I'm telling you. 
Why would you do that? I think we'll just follow this nice path to the entrance of the Abbey. All right. So you decide uh, that before you wear out your welcome further in Kresk, you head uh, to the kind of um, east, northeast side of Kresk. And there is, uh, it's basically, it's, it's up the mountain from Kresk. It's not kind of part of Kresk so much as Kresk is built uh, around kind of the foothills around it. So there is this kind of switchback path that goes up the, I'm just going to call it a mountain so we don't argue about how steep hills are. It's a mountain. Oh, Do we now argue it. about it's how steep mountain. mountains are? Oh my now, gosh. Now you've done no. it. <laughs> yeah. All right. What it, Aline, what's in between a hill and a mountain? Foothills? About Still a, a hill. About, I don't know, a thousand feet. <laughs> Tony, it's your adventure. You can tell us what you want. It to be. That is not true. You guys will be mean to me no matter what That's, I do. That uh, is anyway. true. Yes, yeah, so anyway. why fight it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I have uh, hidden the inside of the uh, abbey because you can't see into the inside of the abbey because that's how walls work. Um, but I will tell you just from the outside, you can see here. I'll reveal a little bit more of it. Um the abbey is it's kind of like a castle structure in that it's got a big wall around it. But then there's kind of two uh, big central buildings inside the wall. Um, how's that? Does that give you a little bit more information? Yeah, it's got yep. lambs I, on it or something. I'm yeah. riding pony up the oh, hill. Oh, those are graves. I thought they were no lambs. There's no more arena to... So you, uh, you head up the, uh, the various switchbacks uh, toward uh, the, the, the path kind of leads around to the, uh, the side of the abbey it, uh, on this map. So there is kind of a gatehouse. Can you see that on the map? Okay. Yes. I find myself zooming in and out a lot. So it's kind of your uh, classic castle gatehouse with little turrety towers on each side uh, and a um, uh, a big wooden door. Um, yeah. Is there so. a door closed or is is there just like a pathway th- between the gatehouses? Or is there a gate? I will describe that in a second. I'm just reading something. Um, oh, there's a description of this road that you guys hate. Um, enjoy this, jerks. The switchback road that hugs the cliff is 10 feet wide and covered with loose gravel and chunks of broken rock. The ascent is slow and somewhat treacherous, and you complain the whole time. The air grows colder as one nears the top. You're now a good 400 feet above the, uh, the town of Kresk. Uh, so, um, it's a little bit misty up here, but you arrive on this wide ledge that the abbey is perched on. Uh, there's a light dusting of snow all over the ground and the trees. Um, there's two uh, small kind of outbuildings here. Um, and there is, let's see. There's an iron gate attached to the outbuildings by rusty hinges. They appear to be unlocked. You can see beyond uh, the kind of building of the uh, the abbey. I'll just reveal more of it to you. Look through the. I feel like we should just case. like you know shout out hello the abbey. Yeah, I think that's abbot being because yeah, yeah being on the door. We but are if here he doesn't to come, see then we'll the just abbot. Go in. The- but yeah, I'll trot up on pony and mm-hmm. and he'll hello the abbey, Mister Abbot. Um, are you here? And knock okay. on the. This is a choice uh, that you are making. Uh, you hear uh, the kind of s- a sound of a creature being startled, uh, as if perhaps woken from slumber. Uh, and two creatures uh, kind of poke their heads out of each of the adjoining um, little uh, guard towers here uh, t- to check out what's going on. Two these creatures? Very st- Hello. Yeah, these are very strange looking creatures. Allow me. I believe I have some art I can show you. Um, because these are not, you know, so far I feel like in, uh, in Barovia, you've met humans of various walks of life. Uh, I, I don't even know if you've encountered some elves that they have said We did, that dusk elves. elves. Oh, you yeah. met some dusk elves? Okay. Some um, skeletal, the, the skeletal horse and rider. Mm-hmm. I was not cl- classifying that, that as a person. Uh-huh. But I oh, remember that. I, I, okay. Well, that's very telling. That's a choice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, but two uh, creatures pop out. Uh, the first one looks like this. Um, that is, is a that dog me? man. As a land oh, man, no. I would know. <laughs> Cuckoo. And get the you. second one looks looks like that. Uh, so these two kind of creatures each kind of lope out um, of uh, of the, of their various. Uh, looks like they each have their own little guard tower and uh, kind of look at you. 
with strange eyes. The first one, uh, I'll describe these for our listeners. Um, very strange looking creature. Uh, he looks like he's a little under five feet tall and he kind of squats and moves with like a weird shuffle. Uh, and it's, you know, it's you, you, you are adventurers that have traveled far and wide. You've been to a haunted house. You've been to Durgeddon's mine. This looks like maybe like a dwarf without a beard, but also maybe part donkey. And one of its ears is like a wolf ear and it's got a stout and fangs and his arms don't look the same. And yeah, honestly, his feet almost look like they might be some kind of like lion or tiger, kind of majestic. Um, And uh, the creature is holding a, uh, a, a shovel and wearing a very plain wool cloak. Um, the other creature, uh, is also rather tall, maybe even a little, or sorry, rather short. The other creature is rather short, a little bit even shorter than, uh, the first one here. Uh, you can't get as good a look at this one. It's kind of wrapped up more in a cloak, uh, to conceal, uh, some of his visage, but you get kind of just a glimpse of a face looking out from under the hood. Uh, and the left side is kind of covered with scales and the right side is kind of covered with fur. Um. <laughs> And my first, one of the my first one of the was... eyes looks very feline. Um, yeah, the the hands are they hands? Are they paws? Um, but the uh, the creature, uh, 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 the 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 second creature in the in the dark cloak, um, uh, addresses you. Welcome, travelers. What can I do for you? Uh, Have I seen this before in my travels? Uh. I don't know all of your backstory, uh, Lena Delina, but let's say probably definitely never. Okay. I think Elevor would <laughs> approach a little bit and... Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Crucible. Oh, Crucible is just like, hello, we are here to speak yeah. to the abbot. Uh, yeah, oh. yeah, we want to speak to the abbot. And if you need some help with Wild Shape, I would be happy to uh, to teach <laughs> you the ways. It looks like you're don't about half, half... I mean, I think that's... I can't tell if they're trying to become creatures or. Elevor, you can't just <laughs> you can't tell just people you're going to help them with wild shape. Yeah, right. <laughs> I forgot. Okay. Feel very judged by you, traveler. Oh, heavens no. I I appreciate the art of, of transformation. I just thought I'd be of service if you needed it. Please forgive our friend. Yeah. He's very tired. Can I roll for persuasion? And he gets but cranky. Very well meaning. The, uh, the, second, the second creature in the uh the kind of more yellow drab uh plain wool cloak kind of points and laughs at the uh the other ones <laughs> they think you're funny looking <laughs> i told I don't you think that i never said that i thought that you uh just might want some some help i'm genuinely just here to assist you said there was something wrong with your face i don't think any of us said that did we no nobody said that i was listening very closely and you might be able to uh, tell the, uh, by the looking at our the... group that we are all different and unusual in our own ways. Mm-hmm. The uh, the creature in the dark cloak uh, hits the creature in the yellow cloak rather uh, roughly on the side of the head, uh, sending it kind of spitting into the snow and, and uh, reaches out to open the gates and says, I'll show you the way. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks. Much appreciated. All right. Uh, the creatures step in. Uh, the, uh, the, the creature, um, in the, uh, the dark cloak, uh, introduces, uh, herself. I'm Zeichfrig. Zeichfrig Balthew. It's nice to That is my cousin, you. Otto. I'm Brildish. This is Pony. And this is Crucible, Elevor, Samus, Imra, and Androidite. You don't look like you're from Kresk. We're not. We're not even from Big Barovia. I am. <laughs> oh, right. Lena is. Oh, yeah. Where is She's Lena? Are you down on the, the map? Hill. Oh. Okay, that's why I didn't. <laughs> I was like, I was you left out Lena. <laughs> Lena was sneaking around. She, on it's like, I swear I got strategic. all of the tokens. She like melts out of the shadows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she was leaning against the mm-hmm. hill. She She's very sneaky. So she does that sometimes. This is Lena. <laughs> Let me, hello. <laughs> Let me show you the way. Uh, so Zeg Zigfrek leads the way. Otto kind of lops lopes along behind. Uh, definitely kind of curious and interested, but seeming to not have the same ranking authority that Zigfrek does. 
So uh, Siegfried uh, kind of starts talking, mumbling as uh, she leads the way down this little uh, gravel path uh, toward the main buildings of the abbey. So you can see that there is a large building, uh, large structure right here. Uh, and um, I'm just going to start revealing more of the map because you're going to see it in a second. Um, there's basically two large structures uh, with a courtyard and a uh, uh, walls connecting. So, Are um, you also members of the order that resides at this abbey? My whole family lives here. The abbot takes care of us. That's nice. What a nice apple. Um, since we don't have apples here. Since they're uh, sorry, Abbott, Abbott. I'm I'm sorry, gotta remember that name. Very bad at names, very good at faces, but you know, haven't seen the face of the apple yet. So Elevor Abbott's not a name. Oh, that's just what the the kid at the pond told me that they just call him it's Abbott. A title. Oh, like Sir or or Queen. It's a relig- Doctor a title of a religious cleric. order generally. Gotcha. Um Lena is walking sort of slowly and she's really looking around now that we're inside of the outer walls. Yeah. Are there are those some graves? <laughs> uh mm-hmm. let's see. As you uh explore, as you're kind of being walked uh through, uh you're now inside the inner walls. You see that there's the two main uh structures of the uh of the of the abbey. There does look like there's just inside the gates uh to the south. It does look like there's a there's a a, a graveyard um, built up around the uh, southern edge of the, uh, the the wall there. Uh, you also spot kind of uh, way off to the north of the buildings. It looks like there's some gardens where they might grow and cultivate food. And Zig- Siegfried uh, is happy to uh, lead you uh, in through uh, the, the another set of another gatehouse into the main uh, courtyard. Um, Couple Otto of questions. Kind of, Do either Otto of those doors along behind you? <laughs> Do either of those doors lock behind us, and are they a manner of lock that we would be able to activate from the inside? Ex- excellent questions, uh, Lena. Uh, so as you uh, you pass into the uh, the main abbey entrance, there's kind of these 15 foot high curtain walls uh, that connect mm-hmm. the two wings of the abbey. Um, you notice as you're getting closer that there uh, it looks like there might be um, guards up on the battlements. Um, mm. Uh, it looks like there's several of them, um, and it's it's kind of misty and hard to make them out. There are doors into the uh, inner courtyard. They're wooden doors, um, but they do not. They look like they just kind of hang. Uh, they 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 could have a crossbar put on them, but they do not. Uh, so Siegfried uh, just kind of pushes one open and and heads in. But you do see uh, kind of. It looked like there were several guards stationed looking out from uh, from the battlements. How many so people Otto live here? Along too. How many people live here at the Abbey with you? Uh, so yeah, we're, you're walking and talking, uh, uh, Crucible, do you want to be talking to, uh, Siegfried, uh, yes. or, uh, or Otto? Let's say Zig- Siegfried. 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 Um. Well, they seem more receptive. Too. Yeah. And also, as soon as, uh, as soon as I see this in, inner courtyard, I ask, um, it's been a long day for Pony. Is would it be okay if I uh, if I got some water from the well and filled up one of those troughs for Pony to have a drink? Are you going to ask uh, Zigfred or Otto? Zigfred. All right. Since I'm right up in the front here. All right. So uh, Zigfred Zigfred says, uh, "Sorry, I think I was reading that wrong. It's Z Y G. This is a great Dungeons and Dragons name. Z Y G F R E K. That K should be a Q Zygfrek. and then we Um So Zigfred says." My whole family lives here. They have for generations. The abbot looks over us. He is very kind to us. Is it just your family here? Yes, but there are many of us. Dozens. Wow. It is nice to have a large family. Yeah, it must be nice to have such a big family. And then I will ask about Pony. I would love to give Pony some water, if that's okay. Uh, Of course. Uh, Don't go near the wine. Sorry. Don't go near the, uh, the well. I'll do it. It's... It's dangerous. Oh, I'll have okay. Otto do it. Uh, does anyone want to be chatting with Otto toward the back of the group as you head in? I just wonder, since they're part animal, could I do a nature check on them to understand the nature of yeah. this whole deal? All right. Yeah. Let's see how deep, how World 20 is going to treat me today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, whoops. 
How'd you do? What does a six get you? A six gets me nothing, I'm sure. Um, I'm, I'm going to suggest that uh, even with a six Elevore, you are able to figure out that um, there is something not natural about these creatures' appearance, and either they or their ancestors went through some kind of magic-based transformation, that this is not a, uh, a natural occurrence. Gotcha. Okay. So though their their features uh, present a variety of, of kind of animal characteristics, the combination of them is uh, not, you know, outside of the traditional configurations. So, um, I, I I can hang back and talk with Otto. Okay. Just be like, so you've always lived here. Always. It's good to have visitors. <laughs> Not many visitors. None. I don't. I don't know. If we've ever had visitors. Oh wow! The abbot will be very excited. What What do you do with your your time up here? I'm assigned to guard duty. You're doing such a good job. Sometimes, sometimes kids from the from the town they come up, and I have to scare them away, keep them safe. Oh, keep them safe from what? From us. <laughs> Why would they not be safe? Um, you know, they could fall downstairs or something. So, safe from... The the... Abbey. Okay, but not from, like, you specifically. You wouldn't, like, push them down the stairs? Some of my cousins and and siblings aren't as nice as I am. Got it. (laughs) All families are like that. Yeah. Yeah. My name's Otto. Yeah, it's nice to meet you. I'm Emra. So as you you move in the uh the the inner courtyard is you know it's a little bit a little bit homier looks like there's uh it's a little bit less abandoned uh you see various uh you know kind of dirt paths in the mud come in going it seems like somebody or something lives here and keeps it a little bit tidier some things are swept um it, it just feels not kind of there's a not as cold and and misty and uh windy as as outside uh looking around um Somebody give me a quick perception check. Twenty-two. Yep. Uh, Imra, it is obvious to you you're just you're doing a quick surveillance from a tactical point of view, because uh, especially you noticed there were all those guards along the battlements looking down at you as you came in through the gates. From this side of the walls, it's obvious each and every one of those is a scarecrow, uh, propped up with a uh, mm. a makeshift hat and a shield to look like they were a guard. Um, you can see from here there's uh, wooden doors leading into buildings to the north, uh, kind of northeast of you, and southwest of you. Um, there's several stone sheds um, around the, uh, the perimeter of the, uh, uh, of the courtyard here. Uh, they look like they're conspicuously locked with uh, padlocks uh, hanging off the doors outside of them. Um, so as you are looking around, there are several things that uh, kind of are visible and obvious to you that are a bit unsettling. Uh, there is some kind of humanoid creature um, that is uh, kind of hopping around, and it seems to be tethered to a post uh, stuck into the earth. Hmm. I, I'm the closest. I, I will look at that and uh, maybe ask Zigfrick. Uh, who is what this over here? Oh, don't don't mind him. Uh, I I won't. That's all you're getting. That's that's Marzena. Ah, why is Marzena tied to a post? Oh, well, we don't want her to fly off. It's for her protection. Oh, she can fly. As you uh, you look closer at uh, Marzena. Uh, over, over, uh, uh, kind of tied up here. Uh, you, you see past the kind of this long, stringy black hair hanging down uh, from the face, but the face looks up at you, uh, Broldish, and you can see what are clearly spider mandibles, kind of occupying the bottom half of this creature's uh, mouth. And as it kind of hops around, you can see that it has the arms and wings of a bat, uh, but one of its feet is cloven. And it seems to be kind of hopping around in a circle, held in place by the the uh, 
the, the kind of shackles. Spider mandible. Spider mandible. Does whatever so, a spider um, mandible can. Do you do you, do you folks want to get out of here? Um, I'm I'm getting the heebie-jeebies a little bit. Otto starts uh, hopping up and down and uh, and clapping. <laughs> so, can wait. I go get the abbot? Can I get the abbot? Can I tell him there are guests here? I would love if you did that because I would really like to talk to the abbot. Uh, Siegfried yeah. kind of just gestures at Otto, and Otto scampers off uh, and disappears through a door into the building uh, to the southeast here. You can hear Elevor whispering, please don't be a giant spider, please don't be a giant spider, please don't be a giant spider. <laughs> Siegfried uh, moves over to the well and uh, picks up, uh, she kind of motions for you to stand back, Reldish. Yep. Uh, she, uh, she starts, she seems to be uh, calling down the well, um, Mishka, we don't need any trouble today. I just need some water. No trouble. She picks up a uh, bucket on a, a rope, lowers it down the well, starts cranking the thing. You hear the sound of water sloshing in a bucket and the bucket coming up. Takes the bucket. Thank you, Mishka. I'll bring you food later. Uh, I yell, thank you, Mishka. <laughs> Zigfreak moves over here. Th- there's some kind of ancient and dusty troughs uh, here. And she uh, she splashes some water into a trough. Her pony sends water. Right. Pony, will, pony will drink. Please tell me pony doesn't die. <laughs> Roll for death. Um, pony so. a celestial steed? Uh, yeah. yeah, you can just resummon <laughs> Pony. Yes, I can, but not until tomorrow because I don't have that spell right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Um, so uh, Zigfrig, uh kind of, kind of makes a uh, deal, kind of like you know, straightening some of the like uh, various crooked things in the uh, the, uh, the courtyard here and doing some sweeping, kicking the, some dirt and rocks around. Um, and uh, before too long. Uh, Otto reappears at the uh, uh, at the door and says, "This way, this way, the master. He will see you now." Oh well, okay. that is what we are here for. So I suppose yep. we should go see him. Something that is tells certainly me what we are asking for. <laughs> if we do anything wrong to this abbot, they are, we're going to be up against every single person. Oh yeah, in here. and maybe some so. scarecrows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why is it only scarecrows? Why is it never friend crows? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Otto uh, holds the door open and uh, and, and points into the uh, uh, all a these large stinking doors beyond. we have to go into. I it's a pay. Behind us you guys want to go out in the woods again? Is that what you want? You want giant hills? No, have... you know what? Giant hills better. don't have things in my way where I can run away if I want to. All these stairs all right. and walls and everything. I know you're a druid, and this is very upsetting for you. Um, but Otto stands here. I'm he holds in. the door aside. Um, there is, as as you just as you approach the threshold here, uh, there's the gentle sound of music trickling from ahead. Sounds like it's played on a single stringed instrument. Um, the ground floor is one large fifty foot square room with arched leaded glass windows. Uh, a cauldron sits on an iron rack above a fire in a hearth. Um, and the music and the, the smell of something cooking on the hearth is feels almost homey. Um, above the fireplace mantle hangs a golden disc engraved with the symbol of the sun. In one corner, a wooden staircase climbs to the upper levels, while in another corner, a stone staircase descends uh, down. Uh, several chairs surround a big, huge wooden table that stretches nearly the length of the room. You can see it's already been kind of places have been set. Wooden dishware and gold candelabras are neatly arranged on the table, uh, standing behind which is are two figures. Uh, the first is a young woman with alabaster skin dressed in a torn and soiled red gown. Her auburn hair is neatly bundled so as not to touch her soft shoulders. She seems lost in thoughts as she kind of dances with the abbot. Uh, the abbot, the other figure, turns from his dancing and sees you. He is a handsome young man in a brown monk's robe, uh, and he uh, he kind of leads uh, the woman around the table uh, by the hand and and is smiling the whole way as he uh, he as he as he sees you there um, in the doorway, and he kind of waves, gestures you 
uh, to come in. Do we uh, see where the music is the coming hall. from? Is there somebody playing a stringed instrument? Uh, roll perception. Three. You're not sure. Twenty-two. Frildis <laughs> is looking around. Uh, Crucible. It sounds like it's coming from somewhere above you. Okay. He Crucible looks at Brildis and kind of like nods up. Mm-hmm. Do um, we recognize the song? Um, it sounds it's kind of classical. I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know if about ah classical no, Barovian. <laughs> you know the beast. Classical voice. Barovian uh, sounds like this. It's, it's Baroque. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's Baroque. Baroque fix it. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um. Uh, the uh, the abbot welcomes you in and says, please, please, travelers, come in. You must be cold. You must be tired. Please come in and rest a while. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Yes. Cool, thanks. This is my friend, dearest Vasilica. I think she may be tired herself. Please, Vasilica, you may retire to the to your chambers above. Uh, Vasilica, it's wonderful to meet you. Very and nice I extend you. my hand. To shake her. Nice. Ooh. Basilica holds out a hand and shakes your hand and nods at you. Uh, uh, does she have a pulse? Lena. Uh, Lena, she feels cold to the touch. Okay. Oh. Good news. Good news, Lena. Uh, um, great to meet you, Basilica. Basilica uh-huh. kind of nods, um, you know, respectfully at each of you in turn and then heads up the, uh, the Our- wooden stairs. Uh, Elevor says, chamber. "Are we sure that Vasilica can't join us for uh, our our drink? Why? Why? Uh, why oh, should we she meet has everybody? Been, we have been dancing for many hours. She needs she needs to rest. I'm sure she'll join us again soon." Okay, Elevor is going we- to approach the abbot and hold out his hands, ready to dance with the abbot. Perhaps we I didn't, can step in then. We didn't mean to interrupt. Um, Elevor is a wonderful dancer. It's true. Yeah, the music cuts out abruptly. Um, and, and the abbot looks up and says, "Oh, I suppose maybe another time. Please come in. Perhaps we can get you get you some tea." Otto, uh, I don't think he's a good guy because he won't dance with me. Zigfrek, <laughs> uh, Otto and Zigfrek kind of emerge from the shadows and uh, and uh, kind of scurry about the room, uh, arranging uh, uh, several placements of uh, of tea and biscuits for all of you. Uh, the abbot seat, sits seats himself at the uh, the head of the table gestures for you all to have a seat as well all uh, right yeah well, i will come I'm in gonna sit all when in when so we heard that there was an abbey in the area we knew that we simply had to to visit and see what wisdom this ancient place might have for us oh travelers where do you come from where do you hail what news do you bring of the world beyond Kres? uh Vallaki. Um, oh, we brought we brought some wine but uh we left most of it down in the town oh well we don't need wine up here no, not uh, teetotalers, are you? Well, it's, it can interfere with our work with the Morning Lord, you know. Ah, with the ah. Morning. May I ask more? <gasps> I, I am the a bare-chested man. I am a priest of the god Onitar, and I am intrigued. I have never heard of the Morning Lord before. Perhaps you would enlighten us as to their disposition. Oh well, very few in Barovia still worship the Morning Lord. They, it's sad. The people of Barovia, they. They feel they have been forgotten uh, just because the sun does not shine as bright as they say it once did. And so it is harder to keep the Morning Lord in one's heart. But I know the Morning Lord is still there waiting for us. We have to find the light. We have to look for the light sometimes when it is not easy to be found. And you mentioned your work. What exactly is the work that you do here? Oh, there are many things to be. I am bit of a caretaker here for the uh well the unfortunate bellevue family there are many mouths to feed and uh though some of them are very helpful he's he's he kind of tussles the hair of otto as otto hops by um you know it's 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 many hands to take care of the rest you said they're unfortunate why are they unfortunate oh well it's it's some of them are quite mad you see oh no otto do you dance with them We try not to agitate them too much. Are they all siblings or cousins? Yes, they're all of the Bellevue family. How how, d- how long have they been here? Oh, quite some time, I'm afraid. And how did they come? I can take you on a tour. They uh they live on the in the uh the east wing. 
How, how did they I come to be we here? We would love a tour. <laughs> how did you come to be here? How did everybody oh, get here? Yeah. Tell us your backstory. I was, yeah. How did this happen? <laughs> I was just answering a calling, and uh, so I found myself here. This place was once, I'm told, uh, in the in the long ago times, it was a it was a hospital, and and so I came here, and it had been abandoned. And my hope is that it can still be a place of of healing for the Bellevue family, and perhaps for the the people of Cresk. It's you know perhaps it is the good work what we do here. You know, it 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 influences the whole area. Uh, does an eleven insight give me anything into this guy's? He seems very strange, Crystal. Welcome to Barovia. Yeah. It is a yeah. worthy cause to seek to heal those who are less fortunate, and you are to be commended for taking that on. They do seem to be curiously afflicted. Do you know the nature of their nature? <laughs> uh, I'm afraid it's beyond my understanding. I simply seek to feed and clothe them and, and give them the best life I can. So How were they have... here? Oh. Yeah, were yeah. they here when you got here? Um, it's, it's who can remember that far back? He says yeah. evasively. How far back? Yeah, you're you're so young and and still well, full of when, vigor. When we first came here, my order—that is to say—are uh. um, there others of your order? Oh, it is just me, just me, the abbot. Um, can I? Roll for insight on this piddly pal. I know. So obviously he's lying to us and being evasive, but um, I suppose Mike, I take offense at that. The insight <laughs> that Elevor will try to take from all the way across the table because he's pouting that he wouldn't dance with mm -hmm. him would be um, just if. Um, well, no, I don't even know what I'm. I, I want to know. If there's more to this guy, so I don't even know if that's insight. You can go with roll an insight check. Okay, we'll roll Mike an insight check. Let's see check. what we get. Fifteen. That's not bad. There, something seems very strange about this. This, this, the abbot in his ways of speaking, the words he says, and even just his mannerisms. Um, can I roll insight to see if he seems genuinely pleased that we are here? Yeah. Or if he's that's how, um, that is honestly the most uh, real insight check I've ever heard a player do. <laughs> Hi, I'd like to use insight to see if there's a trap door in this wall. <laughs> um, I interrogated the wall. Yeah. Oh, that's a twenty-seven. Okay. Ooh, the the abbot yeah. seems genuinely pleased that you are here. So that um, is good or not? I good. don't know. Yeah. Who genuinely can say? pleased. Um, I rolled a uh, 17 to an arcana check to see if there's any, like, is there anything magical ooh, about him? Am I sensing anything? You get a weird kind of sense of him. You like know maybe what? he's not human. I am, I'm going to uh, let off a um, divine sense. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. What I does divine sense thinking, do? Yeah, as an action, you can detect good and evil. Until the end of my next turn, I can sense anything affected by the hallow spell or know the location of any celestial, obviously pony, uh, celestial, fiend, and undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. So, like, right how, now, I've got... How conspicuous uh, is using that spell? I've got him... Oh yeah, what it's not a spell. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's right. just it's just a thing that I can the thing that I can do. So like I don't I don't think it uh might mutter it doesn't have verbal might or somatic component to halo or something, but other than that. So uh, like people are taking turns chatting with uh with the abbot and yeah. uh enjoying the tea and biscuits and uh Broldish does this kind of mutters under her breath and Broldish um hella be praised is uh pony symbol aren't within range for you or uh no actually he's too far away all right uh i can still hear abbot. him in my head though yeah of course uh he's a pony Someday we can all hear pony in our head Someday he'll be yours. <laughs> no not today Cannon, uh -uh. Uh -uh. Um, <laughs> that's the epic destiny of all ponies um, <laughs> oh that's sad <laughs> Yep. They're majestic on their own. They don't need to become horse. Um, well, I'm racist against horses or ponies. I'm not really sure. I've lost the thread. <laughs> Which one is it? Um, the abbot lights up on your uh, your 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 uh, whatever thing that you're doing. Uh, but, but for which one? Maybe he's good. What? Yeah. What? In, 
Do you, I don't know. What information do you get from this? Uh, I know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet that's not behind you... total cover. All right. Let me tell you, a celestial fiend or undead is sitting at the end of the table that you're enjoying tea at. Yeah, I guess it what? doesn't specify if I know. Yeah, like, no. I feel like I would know, but... Uh, can I try... It has... It has. You know what? I'll tell you this. Um, it's got kind of a pleasing aura to it, uh, similar to uh, Pony Sindelard. Okay. Um, in, now, Roldis to... knows this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to yeah. say. The rest of you are still chatting. Uh, Basilica comes Crap. back down the stairs. That's and, what uh, I wanted to know. The, uh, know? Ab- the abbot uh, turns to uh, Elevor and says, Oh, Elevor, perhaps uh, would you like to enjoy a dance with Basilica? I have been teaching her. Uh, I'm. How long was it between when I let off my divine sense and when she came down? Just now. Well, if I still, definitely want to dance. Like I'll use a sec. I will use um, a second one. I have three in it. It's only. How long does it last? Hold, it's it's well, only for a, a turn. Yeah. Um. I I think me, uh, that I'll just. Lena may have mouthed like didn't have a balls. I'm gonna cold. say uh, <laughs> uh, Vas- Vasilka does not uh, show up on your radar. Oh. Um, and she was she was just upstairs. Yeah. So Lena Dulina, you mouthed, mouthed that to me, correct? So yeah. that I knew. And then yeah. Broldish, are you going to say anything to Elavor as he's going over to the uh, um, to dance? No, I don't think anybody's close enough to me to be able to like. You I'm know, about to walk past you to go okay, to dance. Okay, I'll be like, I th- I think he's a celestial like pony. Um, we are here to to meet a young woman who's more than the sum of her parts. Uh, Elevor will say in celestial to the the dead corpse. <laughs> he will say, "Would you like to dance?" Elevor speaks. Yes, celestial? Elevor speaks celestial. No, 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 not her. I said that he is. He is oh, a celestial. Well, then I guess Elevor turns to the abbot and says, <laughs> "Are you sure you don't want to dance in celestial?" <laughs> All of you are temporarily blinded. <laughs> As the abbot is no longer standing there, and instead, a a strange towering figure, seven feet tall, (laughs) alabaster skin, giant flapping gold wings, looks down at you and says, I'll take the next one. Oh my god! I got goosebumps. (laughs) Who knew there was angels in Barovia, and you've asked the first one you met to dance. Is this where it all falls apart here in this strange <laughs> spooky super weird and creepy uh abby what is the deal with basilica uh the woman with no pulse who may be greater than the sum of their parts why is there an angel masquerading as an abbot and who knows what what has uh, happened to the bellevue family what's the deal with the guy in the w- in the well right that's the really uh-huh. weird one for answers to questions such as these i can promise you nothing but to find out more what happens to our miscreant group please tune in next time to the dog and pony show here at total party kill